What is going on, Roto-Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it is 520 on the dot on the East Coast, 220 on the West Coast, 4.20 Tennessee time. Of course, it is time for the flagship show here at Roto-Grinders. It is called, it's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. Six games today, three-man booth, batting first, leading off. Britt is uh, putting on the old, uh, the uh, analyst hat. Look at you. Look how versatile you are. What's up, Britt? How's, uh, how's life treating you? good dean uh nice uh get to sit back let you run the show do all the work and then uh you know just get to hang on my buddy grant as well i like i like that you acknowledge that i'm doing all the work i'm doing all the heavy lifting it's much I easier. Like you acknowledge that we're friends Britt, but dean won't no no dean is a mortal enemy for sure <laughs> no well i didn't want to like it's friends is such a broad you know you could have you have like and then people say they like this best friend and that best friend and that best friend in theory the math says you can only have one right but uh Ask Eric Crane and you ask Cheese and you ask Big T, and they don't understand that math either. It's a whole other conversation. I suppose we'll visit during baseball season, but uh, you're not not my friend. I mean, <laughs> that's not what you said. You said that I'm not your friend and that my kids are going to be really stupid. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> Wait, what, what is this? What, what, when did this happen? Is it uh, someone in chat before I got on was like, I bet Dean and Grant are going to get at it today. And I was trying to figure <laughs> out what that was in reference to. Is this what I missed out on? Well, uh, actually, yeah, much. I'll tell you, we're not friends today. You want to know why we're not friends today, uh, Britt? Uh, Grant is coming at you live from Nashville. And since Britt is here, roll out the red carpet, kick Dean out of the office. Dean, <laughs> stay home, Dean. You have nowhere to stay. <laughs> it's nice to know where I stand here at RG. Uh, Grant gets the royal treatment. He got a free complimentary lunch. You can confirm this, right, Grant? Yeah, yeah. That's why you're planning on coming to the office for the free lunch. <laughs> hey, I'd be there. <laughs> oh yeah, really, Britt? You turning down free stuff? Never. You tell Britt there's a dollar like five miles down the road. He would go. He would go drive to pick it up. <laughs> I mean, I'm, it's not that desperate over here, dude. <laughs> five spot though. You're all. <laughs> he's just walking out there. You know, he doesn't want to pay the money for the gas, so he's walking that entire way in the get a workout. Get a workout in on the way. Yeah, it's a smart move. Um, but why are you in Nashville, Grant? They're asking in chat, and I'm curious. It's, it's the visit your best friend, I assume? Um, I don't know who my best friend is. I thought it was Dean, but apparently that is not true. Uh, I'm heading over to Charleston to oh. go on a golf trip, and then I'm heading back this way. Going to spend some time here, stop in St. Louis, stop in KC, stop in Chattanooga, and just, just do some fun things along the way for the beginning of baseball season. Are you by yourself out of curiosity? This sounds like, sounds like a good time. Yeah, yeah, by myself until I get to Charleston. Then we have 12 guys that are all golfing for four straight days. And it's going to be just a whole bunch of golf and booze. It is exciting. Man, I, I used to, you know, I used to live in Charleston not too long ago. I can give you some hot spots if, uh, you know, if we were, if that's what friends would do, at least. <laughs> if I, I might give you some duds and you'll kind of figure it out on your own. But uh, so, Someone in chat mentioned, too, this is truth. Uh, Grant, you need the Hattie B good luck hat. How do you not have one of these yet? This I is what was- I was texting Cal on my way here, and I'm like, really? It's just to stop by Hattie B's and get a hat. <laughs> yeah, that, if you don't have that, you're not winning the 100000 tonight. So I'm hey, probably hey, stopping by you want to meet right up for dinner tonight, Hattie B's? Huh? You want to meet up for dinner tonight, Hattie B's? Um, if we were friends, maybe. <laughs> you you already have plans with somebody else that you're better friends with? No, I got to get heading towards Charleston. I'll be back next week. We'll go to Hattie B's. We'll meet in the office. Office. We'll share the same screen for one of these pods. I don't. I think. I think it'd be a little snug. <laughs> we have a couch in here with a nice Florida Gators pillow. 
if you remember your office. We do have a couch in there, and I've lobbied. Trust me, I've lobbied. The, I, I want to use the couch, and the, I, I got shot down. Like, no, we're not using the couch. Go in yeah, the internet connection closet. <laughs> the uh, the couch is quite comfortable for sure. But hey, you know, uh, we should probably talk this slate. It's a good one. We're gonna have plenty of time. I, I'm saying it's a full proclamation. That's a free man booth to get a little yappy. Uh, at least me and Grant, especially. The brick can talk to. Um, but we're going to save some time for some questions as well. Uh, of course, if you guys are watching us on the old YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Devin, our, our fabulous producer, the hardest working producer in the business, he uh, pulls questions from YouTube and fires them in our Grinders live chat. Uh, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, like, what's this Rotor Grinders? Come over here and check us out. Get yourself a seven day free trial. Um, oh, we have one more link for the people as well. Britt, I believe you have filled it out. You're considering filling it out as far as the. I'm told there's a this March Madness, there's a college basketball tournament, a free tournament going down at Fantasy Draft. Uh, you have the link, or Devin has the drinks, the, the, the link. Somebody's going to find it. there for the people. I believe it's 5,000 Fantasy Draft followers that are up for grabs. And I, I'm not a big fan of the college basketball. I make no secret about it. But it takes literally like 12 seconds to click eight buttons. And, uh, you know, it doesn't cost you a thing. Go ahead and drop that link. And, uh, you know, I, I think I, <laughs> I clicked ones and twos. I might have clicked UCF. I don't recall. Because... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't. I have. I can't name two players in college. If basketball. you're going for first game theory, right? Don't click all the ones and two. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's great uh, at fantasy draft. Get yourself a, a shot. It's a, a share of five k. Anything else that's worth mentioning before we dig in as far as the body parts? What else? Anything else? Uh, Grant? Uh, I think we kind of hit everything, right? I heard you're really bad at Mario Kart. Who told you this? Uh, apparently, Crane. You got a big old beatdown. No way. No way you could beat me in Mario Kart team. Um, I mean, you know, it's it, I'm okay at it. I haven't played in years. But yeah, we did play <laughs> during the office party. Being great, me and me and uh, uh, my other best friends were in front of me. Uh, Crane and Cardi, uh, several people. We were playing some Mario Kart. And, I mean, you think we the party animals we are? We are here <laughs> and there playing Mario Kart. Have you ever played Don't Drink and Drive? That's you gotta you have to drink an entire beer while you're playing Mario Kart. Is that what it is? But you can't. Yeah, but you can't hold the controller while you're drinking, and you have to finish it before the end of the race. Yeah, I, we did not play that. I imagine you're good at that. I am very good at that. <laughs> Two of my biggest talents. Well, there you go. <laughs> Brett, you ready to dive in as far as the slate? Yeah, let's have one fun little six-game slate. Um... Very chalky in certain spots, but you can get weird if you want as well. You know, give me give me your overall screenshot because I'm going to get the body parts in a second. And pretty much all – it's weird because – I mean, look, who knows? It's late in the season. I, want, I don't want to say it's all settled just yet. Oh, we're waiting on his heart, right? It's like if heart plays, but, like, you can't play him. It's just the other guys he messes with. So. Well, there also might be something sneaky out of nowhere that we're not even thinking about. It's kind of yeah. the point because you never know. But as of I, right now, they're all, like – it's definitive. It's pretty much everyone, a yeah. bunch of guys that are out. Basically. Houston's the one spot where um, – I don't know. They're what, like seven point favorites in Atlanta? I well, know. I mean, Atlanta's a party town, and I think they didn't play yesterday, so they probably got in late last night. They haven't. They weren't playing Mario Kart last night. The Rockets. I would no. guess that. <laughs> that's that's. Uh, I'm a little worried. Uh, maybe an Eric Gordon, someone like that. I know they want to rest some guys. I think they have a back to back tomorrow too. So, um, I don't know. Houston's a little funky for me at the moment. As an aside, I saw the. Blue, I think it was the Blue Jays put like a curfew on Fortnite. So too many players are playing Fortnite for the Blue Jays. In, in the clubhouse or something like that. I mean, how awake do you have to be for baseball? How what? How awake do you have to be for baseball? Yeah, well, who was the – back in 86 for the Mets, the dude that got up the pinch hit or something like that when they 
they faced the Red Sox. I think one of the guys was like drunk, like drinking in the, uh, in the clubhouse. I don't. We're getting way off topic here. I don't really know why. I mean, it's they, not as good as the LSD per or no hitter. Oh, is that David Wells? No, who was it? Oh gosh. Oh, you're, you're thinking of the guy for the Red Sox? The space man? I don't think he got a no hitter, but that's a whole other conversation. But David Wells was at SNL. Doc Ellis. Doc Ellis threw a no hitter on LSD. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, that's a different guy. But David Wells was at SNL Saturday Night Live, and uh, and some Sunday afternoon, he, and he had a big hangover. He said he was like he, his his arm never felt worse, like warming up in the bullpen, and he got himself a no hitter Sunday morning or you know Sunday one o'clock, whatever it is. Nonetheless, uh, body parts. Here we go. And again, almost everybody's out. Cody Zeller is out with his knee. Tony Parker is he's, he's out. He's just gonna chill. He's resting. Alan Crabb's still out with his knee. Iman Shumpert's gonna rest. Joel Embert. Uh, Joel Embert. <laughs> Good one, Dean. I, I can't read my handwriting. Well, it's typing nonetheless. Uh, Joel Embiid. He's got load management, and the, the chat's gonna employ the Embert in a second. He's not playing today. No Joel Embiid. Uh, Minnesota. Derek Rose is out with his elbow. Jet T's gonna put. He can't play. Uh, Luel Dang is still out with his Achilles. The Lake Show, no LeBron. He's, they're saying he has a groin. He is out. Uh, like you said, Josh Hart's currently questionable. He's legitimately dealing with the knee. He's been playing through it. Uh, Tyson Chandler, surprisingly probable with his neck. Uh, Lance Stevenson's got a toe, so he can't play. Boogeyman Cousins is out with his foot. Andre Godala has a tooth. Despite that, he's uh, going to give it a go. He is probable. Sean Livingston, questionable with a toe. Milwaukee, Yadis Denakupo's got an ankle, so he's out. Uh, Brogdon, of course, is still out. Paul Gasol's out. Ursula Yasova had the fish. Despite that, he's expected to play. He is probable. Dante DiVincenzo, he's got a heel, so he's not going to play. Uh, and Deontay Davis was signed by Atlanta for what it's worth. But, yeah, Brent, basically, as of right now, all we don't know is uh, the Josh Hart deal. Yeah, and uh, I still think maybe some Houston stuff back-to-back on the road in Memphis tomorrow for them. Uh, they're sort of solidified. I mean, they can still uh, move up or down a spot or two, but uh, not much to gain, not much to lose from them, uh, especially if they sit out like a, an Eric Gordon or a, a couple of the lesser-known guys. Tonight. Well, they said Gordon's going to play tonight and sit out tomorrow. All right, there you go. Um, uh, Grant, what's what's your overview? What's your screenshot as far as the slate? I mean, there's only one thing that matters, and his name is Boban. Everything <laughs> else is irrelevant. <laughs> Well, you know, I don't know if you're playing Fandle tonight, but I don't know if he matters over there. Have you seen his price over there? Yeah, no, I'm not the playing preemptive Boban strike. Yeah, I'm not playing over there just because I can't play 100% Boban and feel great about myself. Well, that's a good start because that's our first game. There's only one game at 7 o'clock on the East Coast, Philadelphia versus Charlotte, 243 is the total. Uh, it's, you know, it's tight. Charlotte's a one-point dog here. Uh, they're still battling for a playoff spot. They've given all indications they want to get, they want to make the playoffs. Uh, so we'll talk about the Charlotte side in a second, but sure, let's start with Boban. No Embiid, uh, Ebert, as some of the other people would call him. Uh, so that means, Grant, it sounds like you're going to uh, unleash the Boban. You're unleashing the Boban. Is that what, is that what we're doing? Sorry, I yeah. apologize for your speakers. Salary cap format, 100% Boban, unless I make a mistake. That's the only way I will not roster him. He is the absolute best play on this entire slate. There's a decent amount of value, so he might get overlooked. With Cat on the slate, people are going to want to play him at center, and so it might be a little tough to fit both. Or it might be – you can't play any other centers if you just play those two. So I'm going all in on Boban. There's no reason not to. He's going for 45 tonight. I think there is reasons not to. Point, counterpoint. Yeah. Uh, I want to bring Britt in. 
Uh, I presume he's going to start. I don't know that, but I assume. Uh, Brent, I, I'm really curious, uh, concerned, because Charlotte's a team that can absolutely go small. Charlotte's a team that can play Kaminsky at the five in theory. They can play Biombo at the five in theory. Uh, Williams at the five in theory. MKG at the five in theory. Billy Hernan Gomez, the five in theory. But, like, you know, the smaller guys, I don't – Brent, I'm concerned about the Beaumont minutes. Like, I think he's a really interesting – you know, he's, he's keeping up where all you need him to play is, like, like 17 minutes or so. But yeah. apparently I look like uh, an angel sent from heaven with the uh, light coming through my makeshift. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I agree. I, I'm a little more, I'll, I'll have Boban. I am GPP Brit tonight. Uh, so I got about like 30% Boban currently on DraftKings. Um, there's a couple of reasons. One, Dean mentioned, right, they can go a little small. If they go small and Boban's out there, I mean, he's going to destroy in his little yes. amount of time. But he can, he can get run off the court in this spot. We've also seen... Even if he starts, he can play anywhere from like 15 to 27 minutes. There's no like security in any sort of minutes here. We saw uh, when the when the one game when he played 27 minutes, he got off to a blazing start, was unstoppable, played a lot of minutes. Other times he'll play like 18 minutes or 16 minutes when he starts. So the, there is a lot of variance in his output tonight. Uh, I think when he's on the court, he should dominate. Um, but hitting the lock button on him is not something I am comfortable. I'm not doing it either. And I actually, you know, I uh, went in the old lineup builder here at Rotor Grinders, Brett, and I had myself some fun. And I made uh, 18 lineups in the lineup builder. And I'm going to hand make two. You cannot I, use the lineup builder, Dean. There's no I way. Sort of, There's no way that I made, And I even built like groups. And I said, like, if this guy doesn't play, this, you know, this, this guy, you can't have any more than two. Look, guys, if Dean can use the lineup builder, anybody can use the lineup. This is the greatest <laughs> advertisement for the lineup builder in history. You use it, right? So, like, tell the people yeah. what it is that they're not aware because you probably can get a better detail on it than, than I can. I mean, you're on. Everyone, people know what the lineup builder is. Well, okay. <laughs> My point is, uh, yeah, I think I'm currently sitting at, uh, well, I can pull, you know what, Brent? I can pull it up. You know why I can pull it up? Because I have the rotor grinders. Look at, look at all the, I'm a shell today. It's free. Uh, the Google extension, you have the Google extension for the Chrome, right? Yep. Yeah. Tell the people what that is, Britt. Uh, Nicole makes all the stuff. You can bring up your ownership. Uh, your best spot's probably in lineup HQ, actually, to pull it up if you're doing it before the games. But yeah, I had, uh, I'm actually, I'm at 35 subject to change. I would say plus or minus, uh, probably minus even like 10%. So I'll, I'll land somewhere between 25 and 35% Boban tonight. Uh, if anything, I was actually looking at the ownership on Jimmy Butler and I'll take the hard over on that. He's projected to be uh, about 14% on DraftKings right now. He is more consistent uh, than Tobias Harris. He has more upside. He has more fantasy points per minute. And he's $100 less on DraftKings uh, while being um, $200 less on Fantasy Draft today. So if people are debating between those two, uh, it is a clear Jimmy Butler over Tobias Harris for me tonight. Um, you know, I'm looking to have like 30, 40% Jimmy Butler. It's a weird slate, man. I like both those guys, but I don't love either. And I'm, I'm, they're kind of like on the outside of most of my lineups. I'm not saying they're bad places for a six game. Like not all six game slates are created equal. This one is just. Hornets are playing. This is going to be a close, tightly contested game. Both teams playing to win here. I, I like, uh, I like both sides here. Well, I love, we'll get to Kemba in a second. I love Kemba. Uh, let's knock out the, the Sixers first though, Grant. You said lock button Bobon. I'm at like I'm with Brent. I'm at like 35% right now. Uh, it's half measures. I can't fully commit on it. I'm concerned if he want to bet that out. Bobon outscores Capella. Come on, stop it. Um, we will wager uh, Hattie B's on it when you come visit me next week. Uh, and a shotgun beer. 
I don't, I don't shotgun. Everything beer. has to include a beer if you're batting with Dean or batting with uh, Graham. I'll have like yeah. a, something like a cop that you have to eat a spoonful of hot sauce make dean make dean in front of you not drink hot sauce eat a piece of cheese in front of him (laughs) (laughs) jump in there grant as far as the sixes um i mean simmons butler pretty much every starter is is a fantastic play tonight without a beat here i think if i had to rank them i'd probably go butler simmons then harris harris like i don't know if he gets that big of an upgrade i mean when we saw him crushing for a little while with Embiid out, a lot of that had to do with Boban not being on the floor too. With Boban there, I think it hurts Harris more than it hurts Simmons and Butler. Um, so realistically, like Boban by far the best play on the Sixers, then Butler or Simmons, either one, um, then Harris, then Redick. But all of them are fantastic plays. They're all a little bit underpriced considering the situation, considering the matchup. This is just a great spot for all of them to crush. I think I'm going to go with two the three sixers in pretty much every single lineup here just because they are all drastically underpriced and i mean i think i'm just entirely required to bring it back with kemba on the other side which point if you had to pick a point guard in this game which one you got kemba Simmons. i'm gonna i'm gonna lean kemba too i think why kemba Britt? I mean, have you seen what he's done against the Sixers this year, Dean? <laughs> There's he's like a there. 70 a 56 a 60 in there he scored 60 real life points against them um, so like, uh, you know, if you, if you'd like to do the game stacks, I, I would like a, a Jimmy Butler, uh, Ben Simmons, Kemba Walker, and something like a Jeremy Lamb or something like that. Maybe something. a Boban, maybe a yeah. Boban too. Bo- I don't know. Is yeah. Boban going to play like 25 minutes and then play overtime too? I don't, I don't know about all that. Okay. If Boban gets 25 minutes, he's going for 50. Yeah, sure. You can throw Boban. I understand that. Yeah. I, I, I could play Boban in that too, but this game's a really, it's a good game stack tight rotations i saw bobby say that in chat this is um you know people are going to be playing eric bledstone chris middleton amir johnson starting at center 100 boban now you're, oh you're, boy you're still playing boban yep no not 100 percent grant 100 boban i'm gonna play like five percent boban now uh, i mean i'm not pulling back well, i'm gonna pull back some i think but uh yeah, that's concerning he's all you know he, he was it wasn't that long ago that he was hurt obviously you know, he came back and he's playing like 11, 12 minutes or so or something like that. I was hoping he'd draw the start and play around 21 to 25. How many minutes is Amir Johnson going to play? I don't think you can give Boban more than like 18 minutes. Well, there's also Bolden right? and there's also Mike Scott. And this game could also go small. Yeah. Like in theory, I mean, Boban could play five minutes here. Yeah. Don't care. Boban. <laughs> almost almost no Boban for me now this this uh Boban grabs more rebounds uh has some high usage too this is like uh this is Jimmy Butler gold gold mine on the starting lineup now oh man um second favorite Hornet who is it for you Britt uh probably Lamb and then uh Batum I am not playing the guess which one of Marvin Williams Bismack Biombo, Frank Kaminsky uh, Hernan Gomez, I know he's sad, but he might even make it in the, into the game tonight. I'm not messing around with those big. No. It's just Kemba, then Lamb, then Batum. Lamb, you know, is a GPP Brit. I want the upside. Lamb brings that. Batum, I know he has it in there. It just doesn't flash as much. Um, so it's definitely Lamb by a pretty wide margin uh, for preference uh, over Batum. Yeah, I think Price kind of puts me on Batum over Lamb, but I like them both. And also, like, Batum's going to play 39 minutes or something like that. Walker's going to play close to 39 minutes. Charlotte kind of sort of basically is in a must-win situation. I think they're going to do all they can to grab this W. I think Walker and Batum play a ton of minutes. 
um, and Lamb. And outside of that, I mean, I guess Kaminsky's probably the most appealing. Williams, Marvin is cheap enough where you can throw a dart at him. He's been pretty terrible ever since that one game where he blew up. Um, Grant, what else do you have for you on the Hornets outside of Kemba? Like, do you have like the, uh, something else you're taking a stand on? <laughs> I mean, your team's already blown up anyway. You're playing 100% Bobon, but <laughs> I guess the Benz you want to finish, you know, dead last or uh, who else do you have for you in the Hornets? Where's the, can I get the Bobon Capella bet again? For <laughs> <laughs> Jack and Beer, right in. Sure, I still owe you like one or two of those anyway. By the way, yeah, I don't, I don't know what my tab I'll is. Get them ev- I'll get them eventually for you. Um, yeah, I think Marvin Williams is a fine play here at forty five hundred. Uh, he hasn't played well recently, but the minutes are still there, and I think that he could get something done in this matchup. Lamb and Batum are fine. If you want, you can go with Kaminsky. Um, but I mean, realistically. I still think that Boban's going to be getting a decent amount of minutes in the second unit here, which he should crush during. And even if he plays 15 minutes, he's still going for 30, which is more than enough to make value. Um, but, like, realistically, I've had to rank Charlotte players. It's Kemba 1, Marvin Williams 2, Lamb and Batum 3, 4, and then Kaminsky there. But I'm not overly excited to play those other guys. It just has to do more with uh, the fact that I want to bring something back. And now with Boban being in the second unit here, or maybe not playing, according to a whole bunch of people that don't know what they're talking it's about. It's possible he plays zero minutes. Like, it wouldn't shock me. He's probably... Yeah, I you know what else is possible? Anyone playing zero minutes and getting late scratch, Dean. It's, it's just a well, yeah. fact of play. Yeah, but there's different percent chances of different things, but sure. I mean, in theory, UCF could win the, you know, March Madness, but it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. But what do you think Boban's going to be owned now? It's going to go way down. I would imagine he was projected around 20% last I looked. Uh, I would put that. So actually, he's around 30% on DraftKings. That's going to drop to mid-single digits, I would imagine. Yeah, so you're getting a guy that could potentially, they could throw Amir Johnson in for five minutes, then throw Boban in, run him out for seven, bring Amir Johnson back in, and then end each quarter with Boban back in there just to kind of stagger things. Plus, it depends on if they uh, if the Hornets end up playing a little bit more Biombo, they could potentially see more Boban minutes, plus his usage goes up drastically in the second unit when those other guys are off the floor. I think that this gives the biggest boost to uh, Harris in all likelihood. I'm just, don't don't play 100% Boban. I don't mind playing, like, if you want to have some Boban exposure, like 10% now will probably yeah. be uh, above the field, but uh, he is, he is going to be probably out of my build by the time it's all set up. Okay, have fun giving your money to me then. That's fine. <laughs> Anything else that's worth talking about this game, or shall we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Houston, the Rockets, and Atlanta, 232. It's a total. Houston's a seven-point favorite. Front end of a back-to-back for Houston. Um, yeah, so Chris Paul, pretty reasonable price. Of course, you want Paul and Harden uh, and Gordon. They're most appealing when like one of those dudes is out. All those guys are playing. Do you not like Capella, Grant? Why would you pick Capella as, like, the guy you want to put up against Boban and you just pick them at random? Now, this is kind of like baseball betting with Cardi. It was more about making you chuck in a beer on a ridiculous bet that you lose. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you, have to, you have to entice the other person to do it. It's like giving odds. Going with someone high like Capella just makes it easy. That I figured you just take the bet. Like Grant oh, yeah, no wins when he gets to shotgun a beer, Dean. There's no loss in him, in this yeah. one. So like, it, it's, it's always a win for Grant no matter what and a definite loss for you if you lose it and have to shotgun the beer. I, I see what Grant's doing. It's kind of like if you were to bet me like, oh, yeah, if you lose this, then you have to go out with my sister. But you've got a hot sister. I have no idea if you even have a sister. There's just an example. All right. It's so a win-win. 
<laughs> By the way, in the in the chat, we have Devin. Uh, he asked Curry or Kemba. I know we both like uh, Kemba, but who do you prefer, Curry or Kemba? Um, for the price, I think Kemba. Uh, I haven't looked at Curry's ownership too much today, but Curry is playing pretty good, and he's chucking. Uh, his ownership's pretty low. I think Kemba's ownership was was sky high. So we're looking at like a third of the ownership, maybe even less than that on Curry tonight. Uh, factor everything in, I'd take Curry over Kemba, but I'll, I'm expecting Kemba to have a very good game. All right. Uh, as far as Houston, Britt, it's weird, right? I know you're a GP, Britt, and all that, but as far as cash games, I don't think I'm getting the Harden versus Atlanta on a six-game slate with all this, you know, quote-unquote value out there just because it's a weird build, but there's always quote-unquote value. But, like, even you don't – it's more like the, the mid-tier, the upper mid-tier, which is really strong. Dollar for dollar, I'm probably not playing Harden in cash, uh, you know, like DK. I don't think that's happening. I don't think he's the, the build on fan strap either. I don't believe so, especially, you know, one of the guys that helped open stuff up for me today was Boban, and I'm pulling back on him as of right now at least. Uh, what are you doing, Brent, as far as, you know, a like matchup against Atlanta? It's pristine, obviously. Harden, Paul, Gordon, Capella. Uh, it seems like they're going to give some run to house these days. They want to give a, you know – Dan Tony was talking about getting house some extra run. Uh, I don't know how much we need him. Just kind of throwing the guys out in Houston. What jumps out for you? So it's, you know, Harden still has this little bit of a neck issue. Didn't really shoot too well the last game. Uh, doesn't really fit the, you know, especially for you, like the cash game builds on DraftKings Fantasy Draft. I mean, it's Harden against the Hawks. <laughs> uh, yeah. You got to, I do have some tournament exposure. Um, I'm more on Capella. Um, but I'm mostly on Paul. This is a really good spot against Trey Young. Uh, Paul can go off for like these 40, 50 fantasy point games. He's just too cheap. He shouldn't be 7,100 on DraftKings. He shouldn't be 13-4 on fantasy draft when he can post. You know, he just had 51 in his last game. Sure, he can come out there with the, you know, 30s. But, hey, he definitely has the upside. This is one of the best point guard matchups in the league. Uh, I think Chris Paul is my favorite target on the Rockets. You talked about House. Uh, don't forget some dudes were out on both of his recent games. Uh, so House isn't really – I know they want to get him more minutes. Yeah. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it when the, the Rockets are fully healthy, um, but not somebody I'm really targeting today. So um, uh, it's Paul, uh, it's Capella, then Harden. I will say on Yahoo, Harden, like, he, like shooting guard's a disaster over there, and you just have to spend some money somewhere. Um, although this Boban news might throw a little wrinkle into it. Uh, I am playing over there as well. Uh, I was entertaining playing Harden over there. Probably won't have him as much over there anymore. My my issue with Capella, I don't dislike him. I just uh, I Cat and Miles Turner are ahead of him. That, that, that's where I'm at as far as center. So and I can only get. So I much. just worry the Rockets too. The back to back, they're they're starting to slow down a little bit here on minutes. If they're up by like 14 going into the fourth quarter, does Harden not get like his little bit of run that he sometimes gets? Yeah, Tony coach, like he, he keeps those dudes out there to like, the yeah, at some point it's going to slow down. Um, I just don't want to be the bad end of that slowdown either. I think what he like, he usually gives the entire game off. He's talking about giving guys games off. We're going to see that down the stretch, I believe, with Houston. And like that's Eric Gordon's going to get the game off tomorrow. Uh, that is a slight concern to some degree. It is the front of a back to back. Uh, Grant Houston, what do you do with these dudes? I mean, I'm having a little bit of a tough time playing hard and I still. With all my Bobon exposure, I'll probably end up with a decent <laughs> amount of um, But, like, Harden's a good play. There's obviously, like, there's not much you can really say about this. It's a matchup against Atlanta. There's only a seven-point spread, so the projects would be close. Atlanta, obviously, terrible on defense. Plays at a very fast play, so there's a pace-up matchup for all of them. Capella could be a great play. Atlanta's terrible versus center. 
Harden could be a great play. He only put up 40 last time they played, but it's still James Harden. Last time we said he's not going to do that great. I think he ended up with an 80-point game um, where we were worried about an injury. Chris Paul is the guy that's probably going to end up being the most owned out of any of these Houston guys. So there's merit to fading him, but he grades out as a good raw points play and a good point per dollar play here. Could easily go for 50. I'll have some exposure to him. Eric Gordon could go off a big game against Atlanta here and should just be chucking the entire game. Um, and then P.J. Tucker, if he's the last piece, you're better off with Boban over on Fantasy Draft where he can play a bunch of centers. But P.J. Tucker is not the worst guy in the world. I mean, if I had to rank my these guys, it would probably be Chris Paul, Harden, Capella, then Eric Gordon here in this matchup. But all of them could easily crush, and you can stack this game. I don't hate playing Harden, Capella, and Paul on the same line because this is against Atlanta. Yeah, so it's the definitive 3 and D matchup, obviously. Atlanta yields so many threes, turn the ball over a ton. So, you know, it's hard to predict when that's going to go down. When, when P.J. Tucker is going to get that, that six-stock night, uh, and that's kind of sort of how he gets there. He just blocks, his steals, his threes. There, there is no uh, – your chat's talking a lot about house. I'll, I, I know the coach because he wants to get him in. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how you can get him uh, as much minutes when the Rockets are kind of a fully healthy – starting unit at this point in time and then tucker just does not tucker does not exist to me on this slate. by the way crane his venture he's crossed the train tracks crane air crane there and check chat i believe he's probably watching this show to get tips for serious i imagine he's on serious later tonight uh and he's he's grabbing questions both him and devin are grabbing questions from youtube again if you guys are watching us on youtube feel free to like and subscribe jump on over here to rg uh couple questions they kind of jump out. Bogut or Snell, DK Cash. Great. We could both answer this one and just say no. Yeah, no. <laughs> the answer is never Tony Snell. No. I mean, it, I mean, it could be, but it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Crane actually copied that one as well. I mean, look, I, I'm curious about Bogut, too, because he played more than I thought he would uh, last night. It is a back-to-back for him. I'm curious how much run he gets in the back-to-back. Uh, we'll talk about that game soon enough. Uh, a couple other – here, one more question. You, you answer this one there, Grant. Russell and Buddy Hyde. Versus Kemba and Jimmy Butler. Uh, Kemba and Butler. All right, fair enough. Uh, I don't really like Atlanta here, guys. You're talking about a game stack. It's a pace down game here against Houston. Um, they're playing less minutes as far as their studs. You know, Trey Young has, just, has not played 32 minutes or more, or even up to 32 minutes his last 10 games or so. Uh, you know, there's there's nothing to play for outside of like you know, making exciting for like 10,000 people in the arena or whatever it is, give or take. Uh, you know, Collins has been really, really, he's had some really, really good games. He's still like, you know, he did get 34 minutes against Boston for sure. But before that, uh, 20 against Orlando, I believe he fouled out in that game. Before that, he was a super efficient in like 20, 30 minutes or so. He's fine. He's in the mix. And I suppose you want to run it back or play it harder or something like that, Grant. But I don't know. Like, again, you can't play everybody. Uh, I am playing. Hit, hit the horn. Hit the horn. Oh, no, Darren Collison, uh, doubtful all of a sudden. Oh, Cujo. Some value has just opened up. It's Cujo. Yep. Cujo season? Went from 0.01% to like 40. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> all the Boban gets shifted to Cujo, and that's interesting. Okay. I'm, I'm now, playing both of them together. I have all the money in the world to spend. <laughs> well, what are you going to spend it on? Atlanta guys? I guess I'm I'm probably going all in on Iron I, I, I might need it. I might need to unregister from some contests. <laughs> <laughs> Have you yeah, I'm not playing that much anymore, just based on principle of playing 100% Boban. Oh, Grant, this is a bad idea. I don't recommend it. Have you paid don't for recommend playing or Don't recommend playing Boban. <laughs> not 100%. Collison, 
Why is he doubtful, by the way? Just say he's out. Like, what, what's it, what happened there? Why, why did we get the D? Give us, give us the O. I don't know. Um, oh, okay. I feel like that was poor phrasing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just, I let it go. I let it go without it. <laughs> yeah, H. John Benjamin was in my ear, and I'm like, yeah. That's, and there was like an awkward pause there, and I, I looked at Grant for a second. I'm like, I, I knew you were going to go for it. <laughs> it was like asking Big T his favorite pie the other day, and it was an absolute layup. Ellie, you, you knew it was going to. He said it twice, actually. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, what else is worth talking about in this game for you, Grit, before we move on? So uh, I don't mind Trey Young, but I just – I prefer Chris Paul. <laughs> you know, it's pretty obvious I prefer Chris Paul opposite him. Uh, I, I don't mind uh, – John Collins is pretty interesting. Low ownership, a guy that can just go off – you know, before his last game when he had 21 fantasy points, 46, 51, 45, 64, uh, against Houston – that's a, a nice tournament swerve if you're looking to incorporate some low owned guys like I've made. I probably have like 10 guys that I'm forcing uh, two into every single lineup. He's in that mix, right? That are like these medium-ish owned guys that have some upside to make my lineups a little different than the field. Uh, and Colin certainly fits that bill. And one of like Prince or Herder or... Yeah, but which one? Yeah, so... um you know, you make a rule, you just play one if they're still in your player pool. I think I've taken them all out. I left Prince in, um, but I, I just might X him out too. Um, trying to guess which one of those guys is going to have the big night is tough. So uh, you you just let them in your pool and then just uh, just allow one of them onto your team. Is kind of helpful. And they added DeAndre Davis. I don't know if he's available, but if he if he gives it a yeah, go, yeah, it's just it's getting crowded here, and they're just they're they're slowly dwindling a couple minutes on guys like Young as well. Yeah, he clutters Deadman and, uh, and land up a little bit too much for me. I, it's probably not necessary. Grant, you have a final thought here? Or shall we move on to talk about the Lake Show and the Bucks, which should be a lot of fun? Play John Collins. Yeah, I like right. Collins. What, do you have a percentage on that or just a general? I'm going to have less than Boban. <laughs> I'm going to try to double the field on Collins. But more than, yeah. I mean, honestly, the guy is playing out his mind lately. And if it wasn't foul trouble in the last game, he would have played a full complement of minutes and probably ended up making value here. He's only 7-5, and he has 45, 55-point ceilings here. Like, he can crush his price tag. The only reason not to play him is the fact that Harris and Butler are around the same price tag and then all the guys over in the Milwaukee game. But realistically, they're going to be so heavily owned, and Collins won't be. Lake Show Bucks, 229 is a total. Milwaukee is an 11-point favorite, despite the fact they are without Giannis Antetokounmpo, Pau Gasol, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Dante DiVincenzo. Uh, of course, the Lakers are without LeBron, uh, Lance Stevenson. Josh Hart is questionable. Tyson Chandler is probable. So this Laker rotation is going to be a, a huge mess to try to figure out. I saw a note where Muscala is going to draw the start, apparently. He is still minimum, but he's also Mike Muscala. Uh, Rondo, in theory, if he plays like you know, 30, 35 minutes here, he, he definitely is interesting, but I, I don't, I mean, Britt, I don't, the Laker rotation, uh, I mean, Caruso might get some, he had an absolutely absurd night the other night with like five steals and three blocks. Caruso or Osimo? Did you see Eric, did you see Crane's tweet? <laughs> the player, Crane's got a good point. I noticed this a couple of days ago. I didn't tweet it, but uh, it looked very similar. You know, uh, if you pull up uh, Caruso's picture, uh, he just turned 25. You would not, I, I, have you seen Grant, so you, you know, know how old he was two years or seven years ago, six years ago, but you don't. You had to re-look it up now. Well, well, well 
Not, he was 19, yeah. I was all over Crusoe like seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he just turned six years ago, I guess it is. It's bad math. You're the accountant. Uh, why are you feeding me the wrong numbers? But uh, yeah, he does not look 25. It's, it's, uh, nonetheless, uh, and I, I don't think it's repeatable as far as those stocks. Uh, I'll throw that out there as well, too. Kuzma is super, super cheap. 11.5 on Fantasy Draft, 5.9 on DK. I, I don't know what to do with these guys. I, I just wish they weren't on the slate. Um, JaVale McGee might play 25 minutes. He might play 15. Uh, Chandler is available. I don't know if he's going to play. No clue. Uh, I mean, they, they also have Williams, who's off. You know, he's, he's available in theory. They have uh, you know, Wagner. There's plenty of bodies. They, they can roll 11, 12 guys, despite the fact LeBron's not playing, Grant. Um, what are we doing with the Lakers? Because it, it feels like more of a headache than anything. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a headache. And there are a lot of good plays on the slate. So it's a little bit tough to play them. But, I mean, realistically, you look at the guys with some upside here. Russo, he's 3,600. He's been playing well lately. We don't know what minutes he'll end up getting. But if he does end up getting a decent amount of minutes, then he could crush here. McGee, I don't know how much minutes he's going to actually end up getting here. But, yeah, like, he, he's a guy that they could also run out for some apparent reason. And he's 4'8", so he could crush there. It's more of a fantasy draft play um, than it is over on TK because of center eligibility. But he's in play there. Kuzma, if he gets another 38-minute night without LeBron, I mean, he has 50-point upside here. I don't mind it. Rondo, if he gets a big amount of minutes, if he plays 37 minutes, potential 60-point upside. Everyone's assuming this game's going to be a blowout, and in all likelihood it's going to be, but this is still a spot where they could end up keeping it close randomly with their, all their little scrubs. And some of these guys are going to end up crushing here. Everyone wants to go with more safety with the Milwaukee guys or with the 76er guys, but any one of these guys could end up crushing value. I don't know how much ownership I'll have in them because now I'm going to have a whole bunch of cheap guys and I have to spend that money somewhere and they're not going to be expensive enough, but they all stand out as decent plays for GPP. Trick question, Britt. Who's your favorite Laker? Um, yeah, I guess it is a trick question. Let me explain what I, let me explain what I've done with the Lakers today. So first, <laughs> first, no Laker is over, I believe, seven and a half, seven point seven percent owned uh, in ownership today. So, and that's Kuzma, who's probably my favorite Laker. He plays a lot of minutes. He's going to be out there. Um, he's going to be taking a bunch of shots. I would put a shot total you know, 16, 17, something like that shot attempts tonight. He's probably my favorite. Uh, McGee is a point per minute monster. I don't know if anyone watches the premium playbook. I spend a lot of time on it. I control all the court <laughs> IQ stuff, right? So if you go to court IQ and you look at the suggested searches, like they're really detailed. I spend a lot of time on that one. Well, tell my... people what it is. They're premium members. They're... There's a lot of things. Yeah, like so I... if you're premium every day during the week, there's like a premium playbook uh, comes up a little later in the day, but it's like a, uh, I don't know, like a five to 10 minute video where I think it's me. And I don't know who, who does it the other days. It used to be Tuttle. I'm not sure if he's still doing it where we break down all the on off situations to try to figure out <clears throat> what could happen. I toss in some of my favorite GPP plays, um, but uh, I enjoy doing it. And I, I, you know, I, I do all the court IQ stuff and I try to make it really detailed, right? Get everybody off the court, get everybody on the court type of stuff. There's not a lot of minutes in court IQ this year. If you take everybody off the court tonight, <laughs> Um, we also have this heart questionable. We'll probably get this like 630, probably right at the end of the show. I'm hoping for. He's legit hurt, by the way. And he's, he's been yeah. playing through it for the most part, but he's not going to get a ton of minutes. 
KCP is not a part of their future, but I think he's a better play if you're going to be playing one of those I'm guys. I'm not playing Hart. I don't care. If Hart's yeah, in, get 40 minutes, I'm still not playing Hart tonight. So I'd play uh, – I like Kuzma. I think McGee is a point-per-minute monster in this specific situation tonight. I like him, but he can get 15. You can get 30 minutes, and you just never know if you get the wrong end of it. Um, you've got Alex Caruso. Uh, also, Alex Baker, Osimo. Like, are they the same person as Crane just pointed out here on Twitter? They could be. I'm not sure. Uh, I want to point out 21 of his FanDuel points, 14 of his DraftKings points came off blocks and steals in his last game. Yes. Not exactly Alex Caruso-like, um, but 3600 or 3600 on DraftKings, uh, reasonably priced on Fantasy Draft as well. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think it'd go Kuzma, Caruso, McGee, Rondo, and uh, I set it to not allow more than – two Lakers in any of my tournament lineups tonight because you the projections will just kind of shuffle in some of them and it's just it's really tough if you get a lineup with like three Lakers you're you're probably not going to win on that yeah it's uh I mean I think Kuzma the price is kind of put me there and in theory if he plays 30-ish minutes or so he's he can get there Rondo is interesting if he plays 30 minutes as well my issue with Rondo is that you know with, with Joseph all of a sudden being a thing looking like a lock button? If uh, you know Collins got blood, so there's just no room for there's him. There's too many guards, so um, it's a contrarian move, of course. But especially like you know point guard specific, we love Kemba as well too. Um, I, I don't know and Chris Ball. We like it, it's it's really it's tricky. I I just don't see I'm going to get there. Let's I'll talk. Let's that. talk about the Bucks. We're like running way behind here, by the way, too. So, so there was a question in chat that, that was from YouTube, and they said, "Give us three cash game locks tonight." And Brit, at least for the start, Bledsoe and Middleton. If you're playing cash games, uh, lock it. They are. I'm playing 100 percent of them in tournaments tonight as well. Okay, so. if you're playing tournaments too, <laughs> lock them in. I'm, I, those are the dudes. You go. You know, hey, the premium playbook today. Uh, you, we've got Bledsoe. Uh, let me pull this up here. You can just click it right in Court IQ if you got it. Uh, he is averaging with everybody off the court 54 fantasy points per 36. Middleton, 50 fantasy points per 36. Those are increases of 13 and a half and 11 fantasy points. Uh, what happened last time this happened? Yeah, it was garbage. So, um, and that's with those fantasy points include some of that garbage that happened on here too. So, um, those guys are locks. You got Miritich if you it's want. It's also the front end of a back to back, which like if this game gets out of hand, those guys get pulled. Yeah. And Milwaukee's got a pretty deep rotation, so. I'm not playing 100% of those guys in tournaments, but in cash, for sure, uh, lock them in. Grant, it sounds like you're a little apprehensive about Bledsoe and Middleton, but, like, again, their their usage bumps, their fantasy point per minute bump is outstanding. It's just awesome. Jumping off the page, really, really strong plays. Uh, are you making an argument against them in tournaments? I mean, I think you play one of the two in pretty much every single lineup. I don't think you need to play both. Uh, that That's the thing. Like, either one of them could go off or not go off. They're both going to have drastic ownerships. Um Playing like you can play one of them with with Miritich or play one of them with Bledsoe. Like you can play two out of those three, and realistically, it's probably better to just play one out of those three. This is a great matchup, but it could get out of hand. There's so many different ways it can go. And when you incorporate their ownership in and how many other good plays there are on the slate, I don't think you need to go all in on any of them or even be above the field on any of them. And you have to pick and choose your spots of which ones you want to play i think you can play multiple of them when you're game stacking a little bit hoping it stays close hoping they give mcgee or kuzma some extra minutes but i don't think they're any of them are a necessity they all stand out for the page just a ton when it comes to cash and when it comes to point per dollar but from a game theory standpoint i think you roll with one of them in each lineup and that's it uh you can also brooke lopez uh the court iq doesn't like him but really good spot for him and then uh 
Urson and Connington. If you're looking for uh, swerves, you know, you're playing a blowout. Yeah, Mir- well, Miritich is like one of the highest owned players of the the slate. I, I think I'm, I'm playing him in a lot of lineups too. But uh, if you're looking for the lower owned Milwaukee guys, Lopez is probably the guy with the most upside. That's going to be the lowest owned um, that's in a really good spot. You're probably getting to your four. I haven't built it just yet, but in theory in my head, you're probably playing four bucks on FanDuel like we're playing cash over there. DK Fanstraft, you're probably playing four bucks uh, in cash as well too. Again, I can't say that for certain. You can play up two though. I can absolutely see an argument for that. Uh, Grant, your favorite play amongst the trash, amongst the DJ Wilsons, amongst the amongst the Connetons. Uh, I'm not going to say Snell, but I guess if you, want, if you want to say Snell and go off the board, feel free. Uh, Ursula Yasova, Wilson, and Connington is guys. Uh, those guys give me, are guys. Sure give me Urson. Connington just doesn't have a huge ceiling. I don't know why you're playing him. You have Bobon and yeah. slightly more, <laughs> and you, but you have uh, Kojo in there too now. Like I don't, I don't feel the need to pay down for Connington. We're not playing Bobon apparently. I mean, you're not playing Bobon. Urson would be my shot take on the lesser lesser known bucks. Yeah, and Fando specific too, as far as your drop is probably one of those power forwards or Urson or uh, you know, or Wilson. You can even play them both and hope one gets there, yeah. which is certainly possible too. Um what else is worth saying here as far as this game, Grant? What's your final thoughts? Because it My sounds like you should so probably hard. move on to the next game because you're bad at time management. Razzed. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the most important game in the slate, to be to be fair. Uh, that's true, not- but I mean, what else is there to say? to it like play these guys but you can fade them because of ownership that's the only reason to fade them is because of ownership Letso probably ranks out best then Middleton then Miritich then Lopez then Elisova and like it's just you play those top three guys and most of your lives are pretty much locks and cash the usage is there this game could turn into blowout so there's merit to fading that's all we really had to say uh YouTube question Brooke Lopez safe enough for cash uh, that's not what I'm doing. At least I don't think so. I'm, I'm playing either Miles or Cat or both as far as my center position. Boban outscores Book Lopez for a thousand less. <laughs> well, you can do uh, go, go to YouTube and get a beer bet with this guy. I don't know who it may or may not be, but across the train tracks, Golden State, Minnesota, two thirty and a half is the total. Minnesota is a six point dog here. Uh, Britt, this is an interesting game because again, there's good plays here. Tyus Jones is going to be basically neglected just because of the nature, the nature of the slate. Corey Joseph is, uh, you know, cheaper. And we presume it's, you know, under the assumption that the uh, Collison is out. Uh, there's some guards we like that are more expensive, but you know, they've been getting blown out, but in theory, if this game stays tight, he could play up to like 34, 35 minutes or so. Cat, uh, of course, is going to get all the uses of the world here against Golden State. And then Golden State, there's no boogeyman. So there's extra shots to go around. Uh, this feels like the game that's kind of neglected because of everything else, Britt. Is that a reasonable take? Yeah, I want to know what someone in chat noticed. Uh, Fantasy Labs has taken down the Collison tweet. Um, oh. So I, I don't know. That's something uh, we'll have to investigate, but uh, it's still out. There's other people saying it, but I, I don't see it on, uh, you know, I use that as a news source, and uh, I don't see it on there anymore. So we'll have to double-check that as the, the night progresses. But the Timberwolves are easy. There's Carl Anthony Towns, who's – <laughs> Probably going to play like 35 minutes in a close game. Uh, and uh, fantasy point production per minute is through the roof. Uh, I like Andrew Wiggins bounce back the price just cheap enough to get him uh, on the downswing. He's not as bad as he's been. Uh, he is going to get a, a little bit of a tough defensive assignment against Clay Thompson, uh, guarding him a little bit. But Wiggins, uh, at this price, he is worth the, the shot taken tournaments. And then nobody's going to be playing Tyus Jones, uh, especially after his bad last game. 
he can bounce back. Uh, the price has caught up to him, right? He's like above 5,000, that magical 5,000 on DraftKings. Uh, he's still under 10K on Fantasy Draft, uh, but he can go out there. He has the ability to hit like, you know, 30, 40 fantasy points. Uh, if he scores like 10 points, gets close to 10 assists, adds up everything else, uh, he's a pretty reasonable play tonight as well. But it's, it's mostly Towns and Wiggins for me from Minnesota. All right, great. We can catch up. Do you have anything to add as far as Minnesota, or you want to talk about Golden State? Let's talk about Golden State. I mean, Britt basically nailed it. Yeah. Golden State, George, go for it. I mean, Curry's in play, Clay's in play, Draymond's in play, Durant's all in play. None of them stand out as great plays. If I had to rank them, I'd probably go with Curry as the top play, followed by Clay, then Durant, then Draymond. Um, this is a decent matchup going up against bad Minnesota team or bad Minnesota defensive team. It could t- turn into a blowout, but chances are it should stay close. Curry could go off. Or any one of these guys can go off massive games, but I think there are better spots to pay up. I mean, just looking at Curry, I'd rather pay a little bit less for Kemba. Looking at Durant, I don't know if I really want to go with him. I mean, he may be a little bit under own after the bad game he put up last night, but he's still a guy that can go for 60 here. Clay has been crushing it lately and draws a decent matchup. And so please play any of them. Yeah, I was trusting the chat there too as far as Collison. And I guess there was a report out there, but I don't I don't see anything on it now. And of course, you know, on FanDuel, on Fantasy Draft, you're kind of locked Stay in. Stay tuned. I would I would not lock in Corey Joseph at the moment. You just so we went from, the, went from the, not, not having the D to not having the O to now we just don't have anything, right? So Yeah, I, I would wait for further clarification. I would assume we get some by 7 o'clock. Britt, what are you doing with the Warriors? Uh, Curry, for sure. I like Curry. It's just it's tough, right? I like Chris Paul. I like Eric Bledsoe. Where does Curry fit into all this? Uh, I Before the show, let me see here. I was sitting at – let me bring up my lineups – not that much Curry, uh, about 15, basically right in line with the field on Curry today. That's just kind of where he's landing in my lineups. I want some. Uh, I can't really make a stand because I'm a little overweight on Chris Paul. I've already locked in Eric Bledsoe, uh, so I'm running out of point guard spots, but it's Curry. Uh, then it would be Clay, uh, Durant, and uh, I'm not all too interested in Dream Under Bogut. But Green, when he was like that sub-6K, sub-12K was nice. Uh, I think the price tag's a little bit too high for my Bogut played 19 minutes last night. I don't know if he plays 19 tonight, but if he does, that's interesting as a full punt, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know how much you need it. Uh, question here in chat, Britt. This is a weird question. I guess the, I, I assume they want you to take a factor in salaries. Choose two of these guys. Bledsoe, Simmons, Curry, CP3, Kemba. I feel like we're on the same page. All right. I, I was looking at the, the official NBA injury report says Collison doubtful. So... Oh. Jamino just posted the link for it. That's from the and NBA. And the answer is Bledsoe Kemba. Yeah, that's Bledsoe. my answer, too. Yeah. Is that your answer as well? No, I'm assuming price is a consideration. I, I suspect that, you know, Bledsoe's probably not going to outscore all those guys, but you factor in price. I don't know. They didn't clarify as far as our question. Is that where you got to, Britt? Bledsoe, Simmons, Curry, CP3, Kemba, you pick two? I would take – oh, man, that is so tough. <laughs> Uh, I, I like Kemba quite a bit. I like Chris Paul. I like Bledsoe. I mean, that's really hard for me to have to pick two of them. All right, let's move on. Uh, Bledsoe for sure would be one of them. Yeah, and again, we're factoring the price. Uh, Brooklyn, Sacramento, 233 is the total big number here on the board. And tied, it's tied. Sacramento just a three-point favorite here. Uh, Grant, what side do you want? I'll give Brett the uh, – Brett, you take the other side. All right, I'll take Sacramento. Um, Brooklyn's a good matchup here. This is going to be a high-scoring game. It should be close. Uh, 
Buddy Hyde is a fantastic play. Fox is a very good play. Barnes is a very good play. Off the board play a little bit, maybe. Uh, go with Giles. Uh, he was more of a pivot off of Boban earlier. Now with Boban not getting as much ownership, he's still a decent play here. WCS gets a I, – I always just stream centers against Brooklyn, and it always works out here. So WCS, Bagley, Giles, all of them can crush here. They're probably three of my favorite guys to go with the tournaments. But Buddy is probably my favorite guy to go with the non-tournaments. He could absolutely crush here. He's got huge upside and should largely be ignored because it was around the same price tag as Bletso and Middleton. So he could crush, and so could Fox. Uh, this is going to be an under, under-owned game because of all the other good plays that are out there. So it's a decent game stack. You can go a whole bunch of different ways on the Sacramento side, and two of these guys at least should absolutely crush their value. Red, feel free to mop anything up, uh, clean up uh, Sacramento if you, if you feel like uh, you want to correct something or you want to take up the task. Otherwise, uh, talk about Brooklyn. Yeah, Fox is another one just on the outside looking in tonight for me for point guards. I like Fox. I expect him to have a good game, uh, but not too much ownership, uh, just how it's working out. Uh, I don't mind uh, Willie Cauley-Stein or Bagley or Giles Center, any big against the Nets, right? You have my interest. So I've specifically like up their projections to make sure I get – uh, a reasonable amount of all three of them, just basically all, only allowing one to get into a lineup. Uh, but I do uh, want to get a big man exposure against the Nets for sure. Uh, if Bag- Bagley, we're not going to know, right? Hey, if he plays, if I tell you Bagley plays 25 minutes tonight at 5,400 on DraftKings, right? yeah, and he's 2% owned tonight. So he's someone that's very interesting to me from an ownership perspective. Uh, he's probably going to be the uh, King, I focus in on the most on the net side. Uh, I like Russell. Uh, he's got massive upside here tonight. Uh, both teams playing for something here. The Kings aren't officially out of it, so they're going to try to win. The Nets are, are trying to make the playoffs too. And then uh, I guess Lavert has, re- you know, he's he's in the starting rotation. And back when Lavert was playing like 21 to 26 minutes, he wasn't too interesting to me. But I think his floor is somewhere in like the the 25 to 32 minute range. And that's pretty interesting tonight, uh, especially after he played 32 minutes last time out. It's 49 on DK, 99 on fantasy draft. Um, he's the guy I'm going to have the most exposure to from this entire game. Yeah, we haven't seen a ceiling game from him in a while, but, uh, you know, crabs out for what it's worth. Napier basically, uh, Napier basically out of the rotation. Um, you know, so in theory, I think Levert does play 28 to 31 minutes or so or something like that. Against Sacramento, nice pace. Yeah, the hot, the the starting, the the minutes seem much more secure than they were, you know, two weeks ago. Uh, I'm in on Levert tonight. Wouldn't play him at point guard on DK. I'd play him at small forward. I suspect. Yes. At least that's. I think that makes more sense. Uh, Grant, can we talk about the hammer? Can we move on? Uh, I'm just gonna say, play Levert. Levert's a great play. Uh, he's your favorite guy on the Nets, I assume. Yeah. I, I'm just going to add this one for the Indiana Pacers and the Clippers. I think uh, I have one one take I really like, which I'll, I'll pull up from the uh, the expert survey. One thing you get to, you know, if you're also a pre member, there's four dudes that write the we answer like a, a series of questions. This is a long form question. I'll I'll even read it for you guys. I'll talk it, talk about that in a second. Indiana Clippers two nineteen is the total. Clippers are currently four point favorites. Um, the Pacers uh, they played the second slowest pace in the last fifteen minutes. They get a massive jump taking on the Clippers, who played the third fastest pace in the last 15 minutes. Indiana actually has something to play for. That's very, very important this time of year. They have an actual incentive as they're jockeying for position there in the East. They want to try to grab home field in the first 
uh, which would be awesome, home court, I guess. So big. Uh, the odometer, uh, he's averaged 28.4 minutes on the season, but no less than 31 minutes um, and as many as 37 minutes in seven of his last eight games. The one game he did not do that was in a blowout. So, again, they have something to play for. The rotation's been tightened, and Turner's been playing some more minutes. Uh, versatile bigs have absolutely feasted on the Clippers this year. More specific to Turner's skill set, though, he is the league-leading shot blocker, and he's taking on the Clippers, who get blocked more than any other team in the league. I believe them and Charlotte get blocked uh, the most at the top. Uh, Britt, did I sell you on Miles Turner, or are you already on him? Yeah, I was on Miles Turner. The uh, you know I play a lot on Yahoo, right? So the block, the steals and blocks were three over there. I always prefer him on uh, FanDuel and Yahoo compared to uh, DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. But yeah, Miles Turner, he's he's too cheap. He's playing a lot of minutes. It's against the bigs against the Clippers, bigs against the Nets. You want exposure to that? Uh, I actually think Turner's ownership. Let me take a look at this here uh, on DraftKings. It's it's probably about right at thirty percent. I think that's fine. Uh, I wouldn't mind being over that. Uh, so expect- the Obon ownership is probably going to shift. The, uh, shift the yeah, target. I think that's all kind of kicked in by now. So I think okay. Turner uh, still a very good play. Uh, Corey Joseph. I mean, he, what is he? He's like the dead min thirty three hundred. He's up to like thirty six percent. He's another guy you can you could go overweight on that. I mean, it's. Other than the assumption that Collins, Collison's out, we're, we're going to buy that report that Collison is uh, It's back out is doubtful. I'm good on okay. it. I'm, I'm good in confirming that he's going to be doubtful today. But, hey, it's the NBA. You never really know. So if you are playing on late swap, make sure you're available in case he gets the he goes for the triple. You know, he goes from doubtful to questionable to probable, and he's back in or something like that. So, but, yeah, Turner, you can play one of Thad or Sabonis as well. Um, and then Bojan is always capable, um, perfect guy who's always like two to five percent owned in tournaments that you know goes off a little bit higher rate than that. Uh, I don't mind getting some tournament exposure to him. One of the rules I put in, you know, I said I, I made rules in the lineup builder. I did not want Turner and Sabonis to take team. Yeah, uh, I think that I, I have that as well. Well, there you, well, see, I, I figured out how to do that, Brett. I figured be, I just wanted to brag. I, it's I, user friendly. If Dan can figure it out, it's user friendly enough for anybody. But the question in chat is: Giles and play for cat uh, for, for cash? No, do not play Giles in cash. Um, jump in here, Grant. Give, give your thought as far as the Pacers. I don't really have any Clippers thoughts. I don't. I mean, they're way down in pace. Uh, I don't think I need anybody in the Clippers. That's a sort of where I'm at. If, if Blue Williams goes for forty, I'm in trouble. Um, um. I, I never know when you're going to stop speaking. It's terribly confusing. Well, uh, there was not a pause there. You think friends would have a better rapport? Like you know my speaking patterns and all that. But uh, apparently, we're not friends. It's really confusing and saddening to me. But in any case, uh, Corey <laughs> Joseph is just too darn cheap. If uh, Carlson isn't going to play, there's a good match for him. So I'm just going to lock him in along with Boban. That's the start of every single build for me now. Um, Turner and Bogdanovich are the only two guys that would. The only two other guys I would play from this game. And Turner's more of a fantasy draft play than he is over on the other sites. But he's still in play for DraftKings, too. And I can't remember. Yeah, he's, his price is still in play over on FanDuel. Um, Bogdanovich, like, like, he's a decent pivot off of some of the Milwaukee guys, but I don't think it's really worth it. I probably will end up with no exposure to him. But it's really just those three guys and maybe a shot on some bonus because of his price tag, considering that he came crushed value of that going in this type of matchup here. You're you're finished? You're good? Yeah. <laughs> Brett, clean this up for us. Uh, Joseph, you know, I, I did court IQ, Joseph. Uh, he's averaging 
Uh, almost three and a half fantasy points more per 36 uh, this year. 31 fantasy points total per 36 at near minimum price. Uh, you could go severely overweight on him in your tournaments, and I, I highly doubt he's going to be the reason you you lose money tonight. Multiple people in chat are saying uh, Gallinari, so easy, free money. Montrezl, so easy, free money. Like, they're fine. There's just other guys. Yeah, we're not worried about the matchup. Like, someone on the Clippers. Fun. Someone on the – this is another one. Someone on the Clippers is going to have a good game. I've limited my lineups to just one Clipper. Um, unless I was doing a game stack of this, which I'm not doing a game stack of this game tonight. So it's just, I think I, I have Gallinari, I have Alexander, uh, I have Beverly, and I have Harrell, and I have Lou Williams, but only one of them is going to be making my team. We're up against the clock, guys. we got to step aside, get out of here. we got to make way for Crunch Time, uh, starring one Kevin Roth and Andy Means. They'll answer your questions all the way up the lock. Uh, if you guys are premium members, that's not, that starts at the bottom of the hour. Before we step aside and get out of here, we need one thing from you, Britt. Give me the guy that's going to break the slate. Who is it? Oh, man. Um, Grant, you top, we go first. You know my answer. Ugh, I like I like Jimmy Butler quite a bit tonight. I'm going to be overweight on him for sure. Bo Bon outscores Butler. He's Britt. He's my best friend, Grant. I'm Dean. Thanks for watching. We're out of here. Holler! Peace.